Hello, I'm Erica Allen, and I'm one of the pastors of Horizon Church. This week, I found myself praying this prayer to God over and over and over again. I would pray, God, I want to feel fire in my bones again. I want my passion to come alive again. I want new life, God, amen. I prayed it over and over and over again this week. God, I want to come alive again. God, I want to feel fire in my bones again. God, I want your passion to come alive in me again this week. And I began to add to that prayer. God, the chaos of the past year has robbed me of that passion. It has robbed me of that joy. It has stolen from me the confidence to cling to you in the chaos. God, I want to be alive again. God, the chaos has stolen that from me. Amen. And I began to realize I'm not the only person praying this prayer, longing for this in my life. I looked up some things that we've Googled in the past year, and we have Googled twice as much how we might change the world instead of how we can go back to normal. How we can change the world has been Googled twice as much as how to go back to normal how to be an ally, how to stand with people who are hurting and mistreated and marginalized has been searched four times as much as how to be an influencer. We want our lives for each other to matter more than we want our Instagram or Facebook or whatever account to matter. How to be an anti-racist has been searched three times as much as how to become a millionaire. The chaos, the chaos of this past year has taught us to cling to something instead of to ourselves. And now, even as we are doing that, I think many of us continue to ask God to give us passion and fire in our bones for the things that matter. And this week, God sent me to a story in the Bible about Jesus, and it showed me how we can begin to answer that question. We're Googling these things. We want them. There is change right on the horizon, and God is ready. God is ready to change us even in the midst of this chaos that we have been experiencing. We can have confidence in that. We already know. We already know that God uses chaos to create new things. We can trust that. We have confidence in that. We can have confidence in when the world is falling apart, when things no longer make sense. Chris showed us last week that God is still steady in the chaos. And today, when we want to break down in the midst of the chaos, God invites us to break open Break open and let God change us. So how? How in the world do we do that? In Luke 
chapter 22, there's this story about Jesus. He's, he's about to give himself up. He's about to give his life up for us on the cross. He knows it's coming to his last few moments. And this is what he does. He wants to enjoy this celebration dinner, this, this dinner that, that he celebrated for 33 years of his life, the Passover dinner. He just wants to celebrate it with his 12 closest friends that he's walked through the last three years of his ministry, living his dream, changing the lives of people and the fabric of the communities that he lives in and he visits. He just wants to spend his last dinner celebrating that with his best friends. So he asks them to meet him in an upper room. He joins them in the room, and they begin to have dinner. And he tells them, like, this is my last dinner with you guys. This is the last time I'm going to eat this dinner. One of you is going to betray me. One of you is going to choose the world over me, and it's going to start this snowball of chaos, and it's going to be overwhelming. And they start arguing among themselves, who's going to betray you? We could never betray you, Jesus. And in the next breath, they begin to argue about who's the greatest among them. They literally start arguing about who deserves to sit right beside Jesus and who's done the best work over the past three years. They start this, this chaos, and Jesus is like, this is my last dinner. Can we not do this? Can we please just sit here and figure out how to get along and they can't. They continue to argue over who's the greatest among them. And finally, Jesus looks at him and he's like, when you all followed me, when I told you to drop your nets and your purses and your bags and everything you, that you own, and just to follow me and go on this journey with me, you did that. And I'm about to tell, like, I'm about to be gone. You're going to need that bag. You're going to need that purse. If you have a cloak on your back, sell it and buy two swords. Things are about to get ugly. And they start searching around the room for swords. They're like, we have two swords right here. Will this work? And Jesus realizes that in this moment, chaos has ensued. Things are snowballing, and he's lost all sight of what it is he's supposed to be doing. And in verse 38, the disciples are like, here, here Lord, here are two swords. And, and Jesus throws his hands up, and he says, that's enough. That's enough. The chaos is ensuing, and he says, that's enough. Has anybody wanted to throw their hands up in the face of chaos this week, this month, this year, and say, that's enough? That's enough. That's what Jesus does. And if right now you don't have the strength to put your hands up and say it yourself, to say that's enough, then let Jesus say it for you. That's enough. The way of the world, buying swords and getting caught up with bags and purses and getting caught up in an argument about who's the greatest, betraying the way of Jesus for the ways of the world, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. And then Jesus draws out to the Mount of Olives. It's a place where he's gone before. He went out, as usual, to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples followed him because they know when the chaos is too much and when Jesus has said, that's enough, the best thing to do is to follow him to the next place. On reaching the place, on getting to the Mount of Olives, this, this quiet place where Jesus went, he said to them, pray, pray that you will not fall into temptation. 
Because in the chaos, you have two choices. Break down and fall into the temptation or break open and follow me. Pray, pray that you won't follow, fall into temptation. He withdrew about a, a stone's throw from beyond them. He, he went a little further away from them. He knelt down and he prayed. He got on his knees and he prayed this. Je I, I want you to listen to Jesus break open when he wants to break down. He prays to, G to God. He says, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me. I don't know that I can do it. God, take this cup from me. Yet, yet not my will, God, but yours be done. I want to break down. I don't want to do what it is I need to do, God. But I'm choosing instead of breaking down to break open, God. Let your will be done, not mine. Let your will be done, not mine. And then listen to what happens when he breaks down. An angel from heaven appeared to Jesus and gave him strength. And being in anguish, he continued to pray even more earnestly. Did you hear that? Things didn't get easier. Things didn't automatically in this moment get easier for Jesus. But he prayed more earnestly for the strength that only comes from the Lord. And his sweat was even like drops of blood falling to the ground. He knew anxiety. He knew fear. He knew pain. He knew all the things we know in the chaos. And he prayed more earnestly for strength from God that he would continue to break open and not break down in that moment. And when he rose, when he stood up from that prayer and he went back to the disciples, he found them asleep and exhausted from sorrow. He found them broken down because they didn't do what he told them to do. When he said, pray that you won't fall into temptation, they went to sleep. They broke down. And he asked them, he said, why are you sleeping? Why did you break down? He said to them, get up and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Stand up and break open to the God who is ready to transform you and make you new. Stop breaking down. The world isn't that powerful. I know. I know because I just experienced that strength from the Lord. Jesus says, pray harder. Pray more earnestly. And I'm not saying that's always going to fix your problems. Jesus didn't actually tell him to pray harder. He said, pray more earnestly. Open yourself more op open to the will of God. Right now, if you are experiencing chaos and you don't know what to do, create space for God and quit running at the pace that you are running. When things were snowballing out of control, Jesus said, that's enough. And he created space for himself and the disciples to break open to God. Create space and quit running that pace. Create space and quit running that, that pace. Create some space and quit running the pace that you are running. It will help you break open to God. Because if you keep running the pace that you're running, 
you are going to break down. And God can't do a whole lot with broken down people. He will restore you and make you new. But if you will stop ahead of that breakdown and you will break open, God will, will shine light and ignite change right now. God will put fire in your bones and strength in your soul right now. God will help you come alive and make your life matter right now. God will dispel the lie that you're not enough right now. God will end the I need, I need to do more, I, I, I. God will dispel that right now. God will change your questions and how to change the world, how to be an ally, how to be an anti-racist, how to be a person whose life that matters. God will do that right now if we create space and quit running at the pace that we are running. When you want to break down, break open. If you say this morning or this afternoon or whenever you're hearing this, Pastor Erica, I'm glad you think that's going to work, but you have no idea what kind of life I'm living. I'm telling you as a pastor and as a human being who's experienced this, I've watched people ready to break down, chosen to break open to God instead, and I've watched it change their lives. I've watched a young woman named Jennifer walk in to a Bible study at the end of, of a breakup that was utterly terrible, tragic. I watched her come in believing that she wasn't enough. I watched her walk in to a Bible study absolutely overwhelmed by the chaos that her life had become. And as she sat across from me with tears streaming down her face, maybe not with drops of sweat, of bloody sweat dropping down her face, but I watched tears drop off of her chin as she said, I can't do this anymore. And I know a Jesus who looked at her and said, that's enough. You don't have to live like that anymore. We read some verses in the Bible and she heard God say to her, break open to me. And it was six months of her continuing every Sunday to, to drag herself in to church. To sit and listen to the words of God wash over her. She made peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for other people. She volunteered in our kids' ministry. She, she signed up to stand at the door and greet and smile people pre-COVID that would walk in the door from their own chaotic lives. And she would look at them and she would say, that's enough. There's a different space here. You don't have to keep running that pace here at church. It's different here. Break open to God. And I've watched... Over the last year and a half, I've watched God change her life. Change her life. She's found things in her job that are more meaningful to her than just counting the numbers. She's a mentor and a coach to people who need her. I've watched her friendships blossom. I've watched her become a person that people seek for wisdom in their lives because she broke open to God and she shines God's light and ignites God's change now. I watched God change her relationship 
with a guy. She, she is dating this new guy who is really kind of wonderful. I watched them care about and, and invest their lives in things that matter. She goes to church with him now every single week. They study God's word together every single week. And it didn't happen because she kept running the pace that she was running. It's because she said, that's enough. And she trusted God to break her open and do something new in her and through her. Folks, we live in a world that's chaotic. It's been a chaotic 12 months, but if I'm honest, it was chaotic before then. Our normal was pretty chaotic and terrible too. And it is time. It is time with Jesus we begin to recognize the chaos and we say, that's enough. And we create space in our lives to quit running this chaotic pace and break open to a God who is ready to change you who is ready to transform your life, who's ready to shine your light and ignite your change. It's hard. It's not easy. It is easier to break down. But this week when I broke open to God and I said I want my life to matter again, it is not a coincidence that he drew me to this passage of scripture and he stood me before this camera and this microphone to share this story with you. Because God is ready to break us all open and shine light and ignite change by people who are willing to just say, that's enough. That's enough. Will you pray with me? God, I thank you for the lives of the people who are listening to this right now. I pray that they'll have strength to say that's enough. And if they don't have the strength themselves to say that's enough, God, that your hands, your arms will wrap around them and help say that's enough. I pray that you'll give them strength to break open to you and that you will heal them and transform them, that they may shine your light and ignite your change, God, because you have something powerful for their lives. You want to use their lives to shine light and ignite change. May they know they matter. And I pray right now that you will use us all. You will use us all to break open in this world. That we may walk with you to a new day by shining your light and igniting your change. We love you and we thank you, Jesus, for loving us. Amen. Hey there, thank you so much for spending some time today with Horizon Church. Before you leave, I invite you to take a moment, hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, and if you have a prayer request, put them in the comments, and we would love to be in prayer for you. We hope today that you felt God's love more today than ever before. Thanks so much for joining us.